Hello, hello, and welcome into the PHNX Rising Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us on a Thursday. We had a couple little wins late, but that's okay. We're here now, and we're not here in the studio. Where, where are we, Mr. Owen Evans? Uh, we're currently at Sun Devil Soccer Stadium, Ooh! actually. And Sun why, Devil Soccer Stadium. And why are we at Sun Devil Soccer Stadium? Because they are opening their season tonight against Wright State. Like that. Like that a lot. Well, appreciate you guys joining us. We've got a loaded show for you guys today. Got a lot to get to. We're going to get right to it. Owen Evans, Rising, plays RGV. How are we feeling about him? Ah. God, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one because oh, yeah. you look at this team and it's the team that over the past two years has managed to eliminate Phoenix Rising from contention, be it in the playoffs in 2021 or in terms of just losing them in the regular season, oh, preventing yeah. them from being able to make it into the playoffs last season. It was mathematically eliminated back there. It's a tough place to go and play. A really, really tough place to go and play. So we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see, right? Uh, definitely RGV not riding the best of form. Rising, right? Had a bit of an up and down in the last couple of matches, results-wise, even some performance-wise. But we feel like, especially over the last three matches, even with the San Antonio loss sprinkled in there, very much riding the momentum. And this is something where this could be a bit of a run for Rising if they play their cards right. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. This team ultimately is, you know, they, they've managed to over the past few games. You look at what they did when they were away in Monterey Bay. You look at what they did when they came back to San Antonio. And then you look, and, you know, that was a tough game. Yes, they lose, but they perform well. Then you look at what they did last weekend. El Paso Locomotive utterly demolishing them, utterly demolishing them. So, look, I, I feel as though when you go into this game now, RGV are a tough side, yes, but from Phoenix Rising's perspective, you want to keep that rolling. You want to keep it rolling, and I think they're capable of keeping it rolling. But let's talk about, about RGV. Let's talk about the team they've put together. Oh, yeah. Wilma Cabrera, the coach over there, the top scorer for RGV, is his son, Wilma Cabrera Jr. Uh, he's not doing too badly this year, is he? No, he's not. Uh, I hear he's uh, leading the team in goals. He is indeed. He is indeed. And then behind them, you got Taylor Davila as well, a guy who can come off the bench, can really do some damage off of the bench. He's someone who's just, you've got to worry about him, right? He was with LA Galaxy, LA Galaxy 2. So we know him from USL. We know him for a while. He's been around this area. But right now, as someone who can be there as an alternate to Wilma Cabrera, really interesting player. Really interesting to see what happens. And there's someone else I know that you want to talk about. Because it's Max Simpson, and where would Max Simpson be without a reference to his good old friends in Reno? Hey man, listen, the references don't happen all the time. You got to dole them out when they come up. It's Cristiano Francois. When we were in Reno, they called him Cheetah. They called him Cheetah because the man was fast. He had fat, lightning fast speed, especially down that left-hand side. Something to watch for. Uh, listen, he's a guy who is actually tied for the lead for GV in assists leading the team and listen you can get by you in a hurry especially the way rising plays where they like to pull their um, outside backs forward can leave a lot of space especially with right kind of timely i know we're gonna get to it later with kev lambert not gonna be in the match and everything like that bit of an adjustment for everything for rising so i would say look out for francois he's got speed to burn indeed indeed but let's have a listen now earlier this week we ran to chat with rising assistant coach danny stone hear what he had to say about rgv um well, what we know of RGV, first of all, is it's it's always a very difficult place to go and play. It's it's not an easy away game. Um, it's a big pitch. Um, it's a it's a surface that 
Uh, it's generally in good condition. I think we'll enjoy playing on it, but it's certainly uh, certainly not an easy place to to go and play. As far as them as a team, uh, we know we know that they're coached very well by an experienced coach in uh, in Wilmer, uh, and we've seen that team, particularly in the attacking side of the game, be a, be a very creative, positive, probably probably a, a more attacking team over the last couple of years. Um, good in transition moments. We know that. Have some very clever, creative attacking players passing from midfield and some some cleverness and some individual ability going forward. So we'll we expect to see that again from them this weekend. It's something that we've uh, we've noticed and we have seen with them through the course of the season. Um, and and as always, we expect a, a difficult away game here against a, a good team with good quality players and some very experienced players in that group as well. So you know it, it'll be a tough. Tough place to go and play, as it always is. But for us, we, uh, you know, we, I think we're we're in a positive place. We're in a confident place right now, which is great for the players. Uh, and for as for as tough as we know it will be, we'll approach it very confidently and and very positively, and and we'll aim to be going and, and getting three points. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's going to be one of those things. A lot of flux within this team, right, in multiple positions, like we have mentioned, with Kev being out, being out of the lineup, with Arteaga coming back in. A lot of things to kind of focus on with this team. Uh, where do you see it as the main thing where they have to strategize? From Phoenix Rising's perspective, I think they need to really get going early. That's the challenge, right? Because when you look at RGV, you look at it, it's going to be hot. It's going to be definitely more humid than this team is used to. It's not going to be an easy game to go and chase the game. Yeah. You want to get on that board early. Now, Phoenix Rising have the players, the ability to do that. We know that they'll do that if they really can find ways to work Danny Trejo in behind that defensive line. That's his forte. That's what they've had so much success over recent weeks with him for. It's why he's now leading this team in goals. It's why he is now the guy who, which player of the week last week, right? How many of the times was it? It was all the goals, all the assists. It was always, they found a way to play it in behind that defensive line. That was the key in that game. That's how they managed to get it done. But from Rising's perspective, when you look beyond that as well, it's just making the most of what's hopefully going to be a much tired RGV team. They played in San Antonio yesterday. Oh, yeah. That wasn't the easiest of games for them. As you'd expect, San Antonio, a very tough team on the road. Yes. But that game's also a rivalry. It's midweek. It's a rivalry. You've got to take it seriously. But the problem they had, when you then look at it in terms of going into another game coming up on the weekend, is that that game was so close. It was a 2-1 finish in the end. They end up losing that game despite taking the lead early doors. So they're going to come in now a bit tired. They know that there's not much they can do. They know that Hey, the legs are going to be exhausted because they couldn't just ease up nope. as the game went on. But, uh, yeah, should we want to score predictions? Yeah, man. Start us off. Let's do it. I'm going to go with a 2-1 Phoenix Rising win. Goal and score. I'm not picking goal scorers. <laughs> I'm going to go 1-0 Phoenix Rising. Arteaga getting back on the score sheet and tying the golden boot lead for the team. All right. Tom, so do a couple ads real quick, of course, my favorite. Oh, it's Max Simpson. It's got to be ads. Oh, of course, of course. Well, I mean, listen, it wouldn't be an ad if I wasn't wearing the product myself. Shady Rays, folks. Shady Rays has all the gosh darn great freaking stuff. Literally, sunglasses, absolutely killer deal there. Shady Rays, they have polarized shades, active shades, uh, casual shades, all the great type of stuff we have going on. We got a link for you guys in our show notes so that you guys can get a nice little deal with our friends in Shady Rays. Use promo code PHNX. It's going to be a fantastic offer. Again, check the link in our show notes. Producer Emma going to drop it in the chat as well. We'll get you guys covered. Check out our friends at Shady Rays. Also, big 
Big, big, big shout out to our friends at Four Peaks. Absolutely love Four Peaks. Arizona's craft hometown brewery, right? They got the wows, the kills, everything like that. It's, it's a hot, hot day. I wish, hot out. I wish this man I had a Four sweating, Peaks beer here. Man I am sweating man so much. sweating his butt off. <laughs> he can use a nice cold Four Peaks, any of their delicious beers. Try them for yourself. You guys already know. At, check them out on Instagram at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to find them the latest, greatest near you. Four Peaks online as well to find a local bre- uh, brewery near you. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. I remember, of course, Max is buying beers. No. Can our producer cue that up, please? Nope, 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 nope. We can just move past that. We can we can just move past that. When you're ready to say cheers, don't forget Max is buying beers. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, there we go. We got that in that. at least. But... Of course, we're out here. It's a special day. We are. It's a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Should we maybe look to uh, try and invite a certain guest in? He's I think currently... we should invite a certain guest in. I think that means one of us is going to have to give away rock, paper, scissors. Oh, man, I, I lost on that one. So, yes, let's uh, have someone take my place. Who should we be? Who should it be? Oh, I don't know. I'm currently looking down here. I'm looking at someone who's deep in conversation elsewhere. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering now. Stat Lucky Reese. It's Come almost on. like Stat Lucky like Reese. Go get him. him. It's almost like Stat Lucky Reese. He's just standing there. In the he's moment. just standing there. He's, he's looking at us as he's standing there. This guy. This guy. What are we doing here? All right. Stat Lucky Reese. He's coming. He's down. coming. He's coming. Oh. I tell you what, it'll come around my side. It's probably easier. Stat Lucky Reese already messing up. Yeah, that, that table's Gosh, not got much space. Stat All righty. Here we go. Here we go. All right. We'll move over this way. And uh, we are joined now by uh, ASU head coach for the women's soccer team, Graham Winkworth. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Here, I'm going to actually pass you along my mic. I'm going to let you okay. guys have a nice conversation. Sounds good. Yeah, he's yeah, the side of these. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Got to finally get some quiet from Max. But um, <laughs> Graham, now you're half hour away pretty much from the start of a new season. Yeah. How are you feeling? Feeling excited. Um you know, it's been a lot of change over the last 12 months within our squad, and um, it's just a, it's like a new era for us. So it, as, as nerve-wracking as it can be, I'm just as excited as well. <laughs> you mentioned that new era, of course. We know there's going to be some changes because you lost so many key players, Nicole Douglas, Alexia Delgado, Eva van Dersen, oh, and more. How, how do you replace players like that? Well, you don't. You just have to do something different. And, um, you know, they're irreplaceable, ultimately. But... We're excited about the new group that we've got. We're excited about the leadership that from the older players and um, we'll look very different, but we can be just as exciting once we get used to playing together. Because right now in, in training, sometimes we don't know we, we don't know each other very well, but that's what uh, the early part of the season's for. So hopefully in about you know two hours from now, we'll just be a little bit closer to what we're supposed to look like. And obviously, Alexia was the captain. You've ended up naming Lisa Carlea as the new captain of this team. What is it that made you make that decision? I mean, both the leadership on and off the field. Like when I when I met with all the girls individually at the end of the spring semester, I asked them all, you know, who leads this team? Who who who's who's somebody you trust? Who's somebody you look up to? And who's somebody that ultimately leads this team by the way they perform, but also by the way they act? And uh, I think Liska's um, name came out of every single player's mouth, so it was a no-brainer for us. <laughs> now, as you look to just looking at the remainder of the season after tonight, of course, you've got a game coming up on Sunday, then you've got a, a whole big schedule coming up of teams from out of conference as well as in conference as you go into the last season of the Pac-12 with Arizona State in the Pac-12 at least yep, yep. Uh, before the move to the Big 12. So what would you say to the people who are watching us who've never come out to a, an ASU soccer game to tell them to come out here and watch these girls play? Yeah, come out. Um, we're, we're trying to play an exciting style of soccer. We try to play out the back. We, we're, um, I like to call it possession with a purpose. It will look a little bit different, um, a little bit more width, a little bit, uh, a little bit looking to go forward a little bit earlier, but still with, without losing the ball. So um, it might not look perfect from day one, but hopefully we play a style of soccer that is fun to watch, um, fun to play, and uh, hopefully 
wins but entertains at the same time. Well, Graham, I'm sure you got a lot to do and you've probably got an air-conditioned office as well downstairs. Absolutely. You can go hide in for a little bit longer in the oh, heat. Yeah. So uh, thank you for coming no along and joining us. Thanks for having me. Good to see appreciate, you. And, uh, appreciate all the support. Max is awkwardly hopping over some chairs now to try and oh, get I his have, way back I in. I've been watching a few of your podcasts and apparently this guy buys the beers. So I'm oh, like, he oh, he does. He does. He does. Oh, my reputation precedes me in the worst possible way. When you're ready to say cheers, don't forget Max is buying beers. You yeah, know, Max is buying beers. You know, uh, you know, uh, I guess you know they ask you on the street, hey, you know, you're that guy from the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> didn't think it'd go down in that way for that reason. Gotta love it. No, but you know, it's awesome to see, right? We're gonna be ch- staying for the match day. It's gonna be a fun time, right? Uh, you know, we used to intern for the athletic department a bit, so it's nice to kind of get back out and see what's what. It is indeed, it is indeed, and I'm intrigued to see what this team looks like, right? They've yeah. They've gone through such a big change. Now, Alexia Delgado was the captain last year. Mexican international. She's now currently playing in Mexico. She played for Cruz Azul last season. She's now made the move over to Tigres, who are a competitor. You've got Nicole Douglas. She was drafted the only uh, international player that was drafted at that stage in the NWSL draft. She's gone to Washington Spirit. You've also got Eva van Dersen, who's now playing in Germany. All of those players. I mean, even if you go further down the list, you've got people like Olivia Wen and and more, right? They lost so much. Now, this team, I'm intrigued to see what they're going to be like because I think that what you're going to see here is that maybe the very peaks, they don't necessarily have the the super talented superstar per se. But I do think this team could be a team that is deeper, deeper than it ever was before. And that opens up some more interesting possibilities. Now, the question will be, with a team that's looking more like that, what can Graham manage to get out of them as they go into this season? It's always a tough year, always a tough year when you're playing in the Pac-12 against some of the opposition that they have. Absolutely. In this conference, how well can Arizona State come out looking from that? Absolutely. And listen, I think it's, you know, especially when you have superstar talent leave, you never, it's always easier said than done to try to replace it with another superstar talent. Superstar talent doesn't always grow on trees. So in order to do it, a little bit of by committee, maybe a little bit of deeper team, a deeper rotation from match to match, that's really helpful, right? It's all going to be a long season. It's one of those things where you want to be able to bring in fresh legs, quality fresh legs. That's going to pay dividends down the road as well. Absolutely, it will. Look, When you are going into a season that is as grueling in some ways as the college season is, they're playing Thursday, Sunday practically every week. That's not easy. You need numbers. We saw in recent years whereby uh, ASU would struggle sometimes where one player would go down for a few weeks, another player would go down for a few weeks. And when they are your stars, that is a real struggle. If you've got that depth, that quality in numbers then that's when you can be a little bit more dangerous. But we'll have to see. It's a big transition year, right? You lose those players that they had from last season. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. And I will say, actually, as I'm teasing a little bit here, uh, but one of those players I mentioned, Alexia Delgado, I did get the chance to sit down with her previously and have a chat about the Women's World Cup final that's coming up. You'll be able to catch that on our YouTube channel tomorrow. You'll be able to find it on YouTube tomorrow, the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. But, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Can I get you? Can I get a live score prediction from you? Oh, what for this game tonight? Of course. It's right state. I think that Arizona State will win tonight. I think that ASU is going to ultimately do the. Uh, they're going to show up tonight, okay? They're playing a right state team that I hope so. Yeah. Struggled in their preseason. They had an exhibition game last week. They played Western Michigan. Sure. They lost that game nine nil. To put these things into sure, perspective, sure. okay? You come off with a result like that. Yes, I know that ASU still have things to work out. Yes, I know that they are trying to deal with struggles from players that left and, and yeah. all of that. But at the same time, I just think they've got enough about them, especially if certain players 
like if I had to name some people, I know m mentions came up of Liska Kalia, of course, is the captain. Yeah. Uh, Lucy Johnson, the vice captain, English. On is our a, show, on our Both pod. of those two yeah, were on course, our podcast. If I had to name someone else who I think could step up this year, but it remains to be seen if she will, Anasia Cologne. She played in the CONCACAF U20 Women's Championships for Puerto Rico. Yeah. Uh, recently, she is going to a second year here at ASU. And, uh, of course, there are other players as well. Gabby Rennie was just at the Women's World Cup with New Zealand. Uh, so there's a lot of people who could step up on this team. We'll just have to wait and see, won't we? I love that. ASU win. I didn't hear a score in there. No, no. I'm. Oh, this is tough because I haven't seen Wright State play. This is the problem. Those exhibition games, I can't. That's right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ASU in. I'm gonna go four nil. I'm gonna put that out four there. Nil. Four nil. I I don't think they'll keep the clean sheet. I'd say three one. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. 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 No pressure, Graham. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, pressure. The man. The man said that he thinks I'm. He thinks I'm buying that one liquid substance. We're not gonna play the clip. Max is buying not, beers. No, it's not. Uh, no. Anyway. Uh, when no. you're ready to say cheers, don't forget Max is buying beers. <sighs> Every. Time. I even tried to avoid it this time around, and really everyone internally, externally at PHNX just sabotaging me. Saboteurs. Saboteurs, if you will, but you know what? If I'm going to be saboteurs into buying that said product thing, I'm going to be going to Valley Taproom. That's where I'm going to be doing it, at Valley Taproom. Absolutely wonderful time. But again, you already know we got the Trivia Tuesdays, done the watch parties there, looking to do more things with them out there. Shout out my man, Donald. Always hooking it up with the wine slushies, the different wine discounts, everything like that. Check them out in person on the 202 and Gilbert. And check them on Instagram, at Valley Taproom. Always have great stuff going on. Of course, you know, there's also another thing to tickle your fancy, if you will, our friends at OG's Brands, right? They are actually doing a limited run with us with a nice discount it's freaking cool for two weeks starting today baby you can you can go online to the flower shop the dispensary the flower shop enter code phnx and you're gonna get 25 percent off of all your orders of any of the og's creams or the fruits again and our code Max PH is hooking you up. PHNX, code PHNX at the flower shop online. Get 25% off your fruits or your creams for OGs. It's amazing. Absolutely. Shout out OGs. Shout out the flower shop as well. Good people out there hooking us up with an amazing deal for our friends. Again, only place to get it through our friends, us. OGs, PH next. Let's freaking go. Check them out. Here we go. So you think oh. I'm, I'm kind of like having yeah. to hey, freaking wave yeah, this because it's so now? hot, but it's, it's the heat of these deals. Damn, that was corny. Max is enjoying this because oh, it's bad. Good. It's his kind of level of humor oh, here. Man, but... that's good. But you know, it's um. I know you're also maybe sweating uh, because, well, it's official. We've been talking about it for the last couple weeks. But you know, Kev Lambert. Kev Lambert. Kev Lambert. News, you know, became officially official. Right, he's going to be departing the club. Real Salt Lake. Already see him in the new kits for Real Salt Lake, everything like that. Listen, I mean, listen, we, we've already talked about it, but now that it's official, it's just, what a player. Again, what more can you say? Phenomenal player. I think, look, again, we've been through some of the stats. I know that you'll have some stats about him to show in yes, a second. Of Cavalama, in fact, there you go, 161 Boom. appearances, 13, 608 minutes played, 15 goals, 11 assists. Boom. And how many, how many tackles won? Way too many. Actually puts him in second, I believe, in the league over that kind of spell. I like that. What a player. What a player. There's just... Nothing that you can really say about how you get to replacing a guy oh, like sir. that, right? Oh, certainly. He's been here. He's been here. Really? I mean, he was the very first time that we did a pregame show on AZ Family Sports. Um, we were, you know, we, we had an interview with Kev and he yeah. mentioned about how lucky he came to this club as a boy. Yeah. 
and he's grown up. He's yeah. grown up in Phoenix. It's shaped him so much. But he too has shaped this club, I think. That's the key thing. Absolutely. He too has shaped this club. He came into this club back when they were first pretty much getting their legs under him as oh, Phoenix yeah. Rising. They'd been Arizona United for a while. He came in in August of that first season as Phoenix Rising. And he's been here ever since six years. Six years with this team. How many players at a USL Championship level stay with a team for six years? No. Kev Lambert. Kev Lambert's it's, it's not a thing. It's not a it's thing. Not, it's, it's not, not a, a thing, thing that happens. happens. It's very hard to stay longevity for a club, whether it's through context, whether it's through not performing, whether, you know, for the very few people who do go on to, whether it is overseas or MLS, but it's just, it's not something that happens. And I think the beautiful part as well is not only has he stayed at the club so long, which is rare, but then to go up directly to MLS, that's also something you just don't see all the time no. and very well deserved. No, exactly. And look, you're right. He's been he's taken his time to get to this point. It's something that we've been expecting for years almost. He was going to get that call. That was going to be the, what was going to happen. But it didn't. It took so long for him to get that call. Now he finally has. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting time, of course. We've spoken, and I know others have spoken as well, about the, the intricacies of the MLS uh, transfer windows yeah. and how they open up space for people from USL Championship to make moves up there when other deals wouldn't have been allowed. You couldn't get an ITC, an international clearance, for, for those of you who aren't aware of what that is. Um, you wouldn't be able to do a trade within MLS, but you are able to pick players up from USL. Look, when you add all those things up, again, I, I just... Uh, I, I bandied us a little bit in the chat has actually made a really good point here, and it was Mr. J on Twitter. Um, we saw him the other day really kind of emphasizing what it is. He came to this club. Kev Lamek came to Phoenix Rising as a mortal. He left as a legend. Oh, oh But you know what? We oh, do need amazing. to talk about this, and we did actually hear from Danny Stone on this topic as well. But with, with Kev Lamek leaving, where does that leave Phoenix Rising in terms of centre-back depth and how they're going to fix things defensively? Maybe they need to bring someone in or not? Who knows? Obviously, we're losing a very good player. Um, with with John Stenberg arriving, the timing with that addition was was uh, was a good one, and obviously with Daniel Crutzen just struggling with a bit of an injury over these last few weeks, uh, there you know we're a little short in the centre back area. However, we have very capable players there in Mo Traore, like I said, in John Stenberg that uh, that are very comfortable playing in those centre back positions as well. Carlos Harvey has slotted in there and done a done a very good job in in the last game for us. And so, you know, Kev obviously leaves uh, leaves a, a spot there. But I think we have plenty of players who are more than capable of performing extremely well, uh, whichever players play in, uh, in, the, in the team this week and, and beyond. So it's not a concern for us. Um, I think other players have their chance to step up and they have done so. We saw that in the last game. Training this week has been has been fantastic, been very spirited, as you'd, as you'd hope and expect after a great performance and result last weekend. Uh, but that centre back position for us is not one of of concern. We have we have very capable players and high level players to play there. I think that's just it, right? They have a lot of players in house, Absolutely. but I think it is we come down to it is a depth thing, right? More than more than anything, it's can you keep guys healthy? Can the guys who are coming back from injury can they rehab in the right way? And really, it's the bigger thing is it's no one player is going to replace Kev Lambert, like we were saying right earlier with AU Soccer. No one player replaces a superstar, a legend, if you will. So you have to do it by a cohesive team effort. It's not just the back line. It's not being sloppy with your passing. It's making sure midfield tracks back it's making sure that on the offense you're counter pressing uh, effectively it's really going to take all 11 guys to do this absolutely it will do look when you are coming at this from a 
I mean, as, as was mentioned there, right, the Stenberg news was relatively fortuitous quite when that came in. We know that wasn't necessarily something that was being done as a result of all the uh, the move with um, Kev, but more about he had issues with Visa. Managed to finally get it sorted, come link up with the club that he signed for back in December. Managed to finally make his way over here to the States. But then when you look at some of the other players we were mentioning, I mean, guys like Mo Traore, yes, they they... They put in shifts for Phoenix Rising. Oh, yeah. The question really then comes down to, are they the answer? We know that they're not necessarily going to be playing on Kev Lambert's level. Yeah. Can everyone else step up around to the, oh, yeah. the level that's required? Do you also then get into trouble if you have injuries? Is that something that could be causing a problem there? Yes, Carlos Harvey can drop back, but you don't want that. No. You don't want to be left in a position whereby you, you have to rely on Carlos Harvey there when you'd rather have him in defensive midfield. He can play alongside Renzo Zambrano and, and really dominate that area. Um, it's tough. It's tough to tell what quite what you uh, wanna wanna go down with that. I'd almost wonder if maybe they would be valuing and rising going out and looking and seeing if they can find someone else who can play in those kind of positions. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? We will have to see. It's, it, again, it's going to be a step by step process. You've got a, a still pivotal games left, but it's not like the season ends tomorrow. Give this team a little bit of time to gel in the back line. But as we know, the urgency is there. It does have to keep going. And again, it's not one guy. It's guys getting healthy. It's guys playing in the right position. It's not forcing the careless mistakes. And I feel good about RGV later this week. I know we've talked about a lot. I know we got to go soon. Before we go, much to your chagrin, we do actually have a Women's World Cup final. And the teams are set. And Mr. Owen Evans, I don't think you're gonna like the final because well, because Spain's England in involved. Spain's in it, but also England, right? Oh, it's England involved. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Spain. Who let the size in? Spain, like we mentioned, let the size in. Like we mentioned on Tuesday's show, Spain down Sweden in an absolutely just classing match. England outlast Australia. They sent the host packing, and now you have Spain, England in the final. Mr. Owen Evans, can I get a score prediction from you there? Oh, uh, I, I. Uh... You know what? Is it coming I, home? Is it coming home? Here's the thing, right? I do have a prediction. I have a prediction for the Women's World Cup. Uh, but if you want to know it, you've got to check out our YouTube supplemental content. They'll be coming with Alexi nice. Delgado previewing the Women's World nice. Cup. That will be live tomorrow on our YouTube. Well, not live, live per se. It will be present on there. We like that. And you'll be able to catch up. Get our thoughts on that one. It's not too long a one, so don't feel like you're going in to sit through a, a whole long slog. Like, you know, when Max does all of his ad reads and takes forever and keeps telling you about everything that he could possibly sell. It's one of those things that goes at a reasonably quick speed. Um, just some quick thoughts. Get your primer ready to go. The big talking points ahead of the Women's World Cup final coming up on Sunday. Max looks disappointed now. Look at him. The partners don't appreciate that, Owen. The partners don't appreciate that. No, but uh, listen, they all they all know. They love the ad reads. They know they know it's the bread and butter of the show. This is why they tune in. They don't tune in for the analysis. Well, no, they it's, tune it's, in for it's the They tune in for the dang ad reads. I do want to make... Max, it's more your transitions than anything. The transitions are cool. No, they're not. No, they're not. Everyone loves it. No, they're not. Uh, you, you make good products sound bad, my friend. That's not true. Oh, I don't know about that. They sound amazing. It, the, the products are made. They sell themselves. It's, <laughs> it's the glorious transition that just add the cream to the crop on top of it. But, you know, it's not just right. The two teams in the World Cup who are competing. Again, we have our pool going for who is going to take home the gold. All the prizes for the Women's World Cup. PH Next Rising Pool. And who's left? Mr. Owen Emmons. We have Mr. Jose Bosch representing Spain and Fat Kid Comida representing England. 
it's going to be interesting, right? Again, we have a lot of prizes up for grabs, like I mentioned, right, with the OGs, with the Four Peaks, with some Circle K, all the swag partners. Good stuff. Good products. High quality products. I don't know who's going to get it, but it's going to be one of those two gentlemen. Someone will get that. 32 have entered. Two remain. We'll find out this weekend, baby. Indeed. It's coming up at the crack of dawn. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Ah. Ah, yes. All right. Anything 5 else? 5 a.m. actually in uh, McAllen for me that in is Texas. Very fair enough. Any, yeah, for, anything else before we get out of here? Ooh. It's still so hot, isn't it, here? Yeah. But you know what? It's going to be so grim in RGV this weekend, just temperature-wise, humidity. I mean, so RGV. You're sweating through your button-down right now. RGV in general. Like, oh, stop it. I don't know. But how confident, Max? Come on. I know you've predicted a win. I know I predicted a win. But how confident are you, really? feel great. I told you. I already told my score prediction. You feel great? You feel great? feel great. He feels great. feel great. They always say RGV is the place where dreams go to die. Oh, we'll man. find out, won't we? Yes, we will. Well, until then, you guys already know where to follow us. I'm going to tell you darn near anyway. You can follow us on Twitter, underscore PHNX. Or, yeah, wow, where it's at PHNX, <laughs> underscore, underscore, because double the underscore. Double the fun. Double the fun. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm Max David Sims. You can follow this guy on Twitter at OJ Evans 18 We had two different producers, which is a thing here. Either they either double the love or like they just hate us. They're trying to pass us off to one another. But I was gonna say initially we had Sean. No, Emma. It said we, we, Sean we, we, at the Emma. bottom, but it looked like Emma. That's now fair. we got Sean, but it looks like Sean. Uh, uh, so I don't know. Sean, I don't even know if maybe Sean Sean's looks, a shapeshifter like or something. We don't know. I don't know. You can follow Emma on Twitter at Emma and Clark. You can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean underscore Spodge. Call Stat Lackey Reese on Twitter at Reese underscore eleven underscore. Yes, I remembered. He's also got two underscores. He does. He does. Double the fun. In a weird kind of way. Absolutely. In the middle, but. Hey, it's going to be a fun time here, right? Catch us. We're going to do some stuff on Twitter with a little bit of this game. Follow along. Sport ASU Soccer, the good people out there. Go Devils. You already know. And also, I actually want to shout out everyone. Thank you for sticking with us on uh, YouTube. A little technical difficulties, all that stuff. But thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. It's a beautiful game. Way more beautiful when it's way less hot outside. See ya.